Hey there, and welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc. And welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I am your host, Dr. J.J. Kelly. I am the CEO and founder of Unorthodox, Inc., D-O-C-S, and that is a punk alternative to traditional psychotherapy. Hey, look, we already got some, hey, Sam, hey, Torben, who else we got? All right, joining me right now is Olivia Hoffman, one of said docs of Unorthodox. These are former patients that have learned emotional intelligence skills so well, they are now being called docs, partially to, you know, Mm, tumble down the patriarchy and the doctor worship that goes on in our society. Let's let Olivia in. Go live. Let's see. Oh, hi, Corey. Where is she? Not happening. There we go. Hello. Hello. How goes it? Very good. I just, I bought my very first TV that I've ever bought and I set it up all by myself. And oh, like bravo, big girl stuff. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I feel very um, juiced. How do you feel, Olivia? Tell I us feel how you ex- feel. Excited. Juiced is a synonym for excited, hyped, joy, love. Oh, I'm hearing joy <laughs> all over the place. Yes. Can you turn up your volume a little? I can barely hear you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Is that better? I can't tell. I'll only be able to tell when we start just conversing. Okay. So, quick and dirty. We are doing shorter throw up Thursdays these days. Probably because in preparation, I'm kind of thinking about doing them more than once a week in the future. So... Potent and concise. These are my right. goals in life. Lay it on me. What do we got? Oh, for okay. anybody that doesn't know, you can ask a question in the comments. You can DM myself or Olivia. You ask a question, we answer it in a candid, authentic, and live way. Go for it. Okay. First question is from Erica, one of the other docs. Nice. Thank you, so Erica, they- for constantly contributing. Yes. They say, I'm going to be with a fam. I'm going to be with family this weekend and I'm doing some emotional and brown boundary prep before going, which I'm really proud of myself for doing. Yeah. Yeah. I have hope that I will stick to my values and not be perfectionistic by clinging to my hope scenario. Do you have advice to get grounded in the non-attachment mode of thinking? Oh man. I was totally going to go after that hope thing, too, which is so funny that they said the thing. Because when somebody says that to me, I'm like, I hope you stick to your boundaries because I'm in control of the situation. You don't hope. You do. You choose. Make a choice. Yes. It's in your hands. Hey, Megan. So That's good. You can hope it because guess what? You can control whether or not that happens. Right. (laughs) It borders on that thing where somebody's like, I'll try. Like, no, you fucking won't. You're saying you'll try in place of the actual trying. Oh, I'm trying to do a live right now. No, I'm not. 
I'm doing it. Do or do not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So the bottom line question is what? What's that last? The bottom line, line question is um, advice to get grounded in the non-attachment mode of thinking. Hmm. Well, I, I'm not sure that the non-attachment mode is the goal there. First of all, the, to break it down, I love that you're planning. Planning before you go to family or any sort of um, stress-inducing environment or an environment that has a history of running over your boundaries. We know when it's fucking coming most of the time. I'm not advocating for being a control freak. I'm advocating for mindful planning because... If we're going to go to for, if a family thing and pretend like we don't fucking know what's going to happen, we know what they're all going to say. I mean, to an extent, if not verbatim, we know yeah. what the fuck these people are going to say and how they're going to piss us off. And there's Erica right there. Hey, so let's not pretend like we are like, oh, I can't believe they said the thing. No fucking shit. They said the thing. They say it every time. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's okay for people to say offensive things. Just like, don't be surprised. So plan ahead. And so that's my favorite part of this whole question is the planning ahead. And I believe they even said, I'm proud of myself for mm -hmm. doing that. Yes. That is my second favorite part where we acknowledge when we do something, when we activate ourselves to do something that is in alignment with our values. And it's not just about not doing shit that isn't in alignment. It's about the activation for that extra effort of planning before you go to a family thing. That's what grown-ups grown are supposed to do. They don't. But you all do because you're so emotionally intelligent. <laughs> so at even a tiny bit of planning mindful planning before something like that will keep you from getting caught completely off guard it will even like you're revisiting your own values and boundaries which is that builds self-esteem and self-confidence also just to like practice even by yourself so if i'm going to answer the question as it's asked how does one stay in um a detachment a non-attached to outcome place. Well, decide what outcome you want. Ask yourself if that's a realistic possibility. And mm -hmm. if it isn't, then find some radical acceptance around how it's likely to go. And your planning then includes how to best navigate that situation how can I behave according to my values and like not let our anxiety, our fear trick us into trying to control other people's thoughts about us, behaviors, reactions, other people, that's their responsibility. We cannot control other people. Oh my God, if I could control other people, the world would be a better place, <laughs> but we can't. So we radically accept what our reality is, even if we don't like it. Yeah. So reminding yourself, you know, have a mantra, have a bingo card. I think the bingo card is absolutely underrated as an emotional intelligence tool. If you go to a family event and you do not have a bingo card, 
I, I can't. What are you I, doing? <laughs> it makes what are you me doing, dude? so much more fun to win at all the shit that annoys you every time you go to your family's yeah. house. So what? Uh, yes, we're going to be working for on that real. today. Oh, for real what? For real bingo card. Oh, bingo card? Okay. Yes, great. Bingo cards. We love bingo cards at Unorthodox Inc. But there was something else I wanted to say about that. The non-attachment thing. I mean, I guess the radical acceptance certainly does address non-attachment to outcome. I think if you can get real with your highest goal being, did I behave according to my own values regardless of my environment? If that answer is yes, that is a win beyond all wins. It's the only thing that we can have some control over is our choice of disciplining ourselves enough to behave according to our values. So you might want to review what your values even are, how you get triggered in this very familiar environment. Remind yourself that your triggers are your responsibility, not the other person's. And then play the cards you're dealt as mm -hmm. best you can. Take it easy on yourself. Congratulate yourself. Christ, laugh at the absurdity of what? The rudeness, the entitlement, the way fucking people think it's okay to act. I can't fucking believe it. And it's funny. Not a t if you can laugh at yourself or a fucked up situation that you are in, that you are sailing through, I think that's the pinnacle of non-attachment. Yeah. It's just funny. But what do you think, Olivia? Lay yeah, I mean, everything you said, spot on. I think also for the, like, when you're trying to envision, like, what do you want out of it that is strictly confined to you, not, like, what you want other people to do, because it's really... I can validate the the wish of being like, oh, I wish it would be like this. Yeah. And that's so out of the realm of your control. The only thing that you can control is your reactions. And so like to specify the objective is, my objective is I would like to leave and be not dissociated by the time that I leave or like something like that that's rooted in your own self, not what anybody else is doing or saying. Yes, and can I, I just wanna put an exclamation point on that point because yeah. it's said in like on Instagram and shit people say oh you can't control other people you can only control your reactions it's like yeah like everybody fucking knows that it's just what we do differently is teach the how how yeah. do you do that and that's what you just said so will you what is the how of we can't control other people, only our reactions to it. Say that part again. <laughs> the how is focusing on your own values and your own objectives and doing things in order for you to feel in line with yourself, not what other people are doing or focusing on other people. Yes. Other people's expectations, other people's rude behaviors. None mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah, well, because something that like even could be in your value or like my values could be to somebody else, they could think that that is something that's mm. fucked up. But yes. it's not about 
what another person is thinking. If mm -hmm. I, if someone does something shitty when I'm at like a family gathering and I respond in a way that is corresponds with my values, which might be calling out that behavior without getting in it, but saying like, you can't ask me that, that could be making a scene. And that for someone else could be unacceptable behavior reacting, which is my fault. But for me, I acted in my own values. I didn't react in a way that was not an alignment with my own values. Lovely. I'd like to tweak one thing you said, which is yeah. you said something like, you can't ask me that. I would tweak that language to, I'm not going to answer that. Yeah. Because that, once again, that's putting the responsibility on us and how we want to behave according mm -hmm. to that person. Dude, is it easy to validate <laughs> what you just said? You can't ask me that. Yeah. And you know what? Mm -hmm. That's probably better than nothing. Yeah. And it's definitely better than nothing. It's just, it's a teaching opportunity. Definitely. Absolutely. So what does Corey say here? Advice for when someone gets upset, annoyed, whatever, at, at you, you laughing at a shitty situation. <laughs> Do we actually care? Um, <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. Uh, that's my Corey. <laughs> Is the laughing, and uh, honestly, it the way I laugh at um, really fucked up situations does has often in the past pissed people off. Um, I tend to just carry it out like I will. I'll say something authentic about the situation that um, is a little bit vulnerable and kind of explains without explaining why I'm laughing. Um, Corey, if you have a, an actual situation that happened to you, I would love for you to put that in the comments. It's it, that's because this is a great question. Like, mm -hmm. what do you do if you're just coping at a family yeah. event? Somebody asks, you know, some probably female bodied family member about their weight or something <laughs> and you just laugh and then they're like what it's a serious question um to you i think it's absolutely absurd for you to ask me that question so i guess we'll agree mm -hmm. to disagree. Bye. you know yeah. like I, it's it's hard for me to give the specific authentic reaction to the like what if situation without the details but and I, you know I hate to give answers like we can't control other people we can only control our reactions to them because my answer to this question is basically I don't give a shit yeah. now if you give a shit that is not helpful advice you know what I mean like oh just don't give a shit well <laughs> just don't feel that way Right. That's not what we do. Um, can you, have you ever done that, Olivia, where you yes. laugh at something and somebody gets pissed? Yeah. Well, this is a dark example, um, unless Corey has one. But the first one oh, comes okay. to, mm, We don't have to go there. Let me think of another one. I've, I've done this multiple times. Well, um, <laughs> oh, okay. I have one. That's not super dark. <laughs> at work, when men are gross to me and say sexist things that are trying to flirt with me. I just laugh at them. 
not in a way that's like I'm laughing, playing along, but like, a, yeah. <laughs> no. And I can tell that they get really threatened and oh, yeah. freaked out by that. Oh, yes. And then kind of double down, but in like a darker, more like, I'm going to take control of the situation. Yes. But again, I guess my thing is that I am not going to join that. And so I don't care. I guess, well, I don't know if I don't care is the right word, but I am holding to me laughing at them to show that I am not going to be made to be smaller. Okay. So is your answer then that you laugh again? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I would totally do that. I'm or say like, that. it's funny that you think you can say that to me. Well, yes. Yeah. That's I think laughing. that is a beautiful, like, oh, what's so funny? You? Yeah. <laughs> your privilege and entitlement is hilarious <laughs> to me. You know? Yes. Like, particularly if you're in a situation that isn't going to get dangerous, meaning there are other people around, mm -hmm. and you're not going to provoke a physical altercation where you're actually yes. in danger, physical yeah. danger, because that's a real thing. So, um, oh, look at Corey clapping for Liv. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I can't, Corey, I know you have a situation. We won't I know, Corey's really... <laughs> I know he's got, and Corey definitely has like 200 of them because he constantly laughs at people. Dude, I, you know, one of my brothers used to do this in college um, at Madison where there are like a lot of like sports, Midwestern sports people that mm -hmm. walk up and down the street where my brother would like laugh at them and they'd be like, What's your fucking problem? And he would laugh harder. Now that can <laughs> provoke people, but again, yeah. if they're not going to punch you, you're probably okay. And then if it escalates to a place that's beyond the ridiculous, then you go to HR. Mm -hmm. You get the hell out of there. You tell a person, like an owner at a bar or whatever, you know, like there is a point where provocation can get dangerous. And so I like everyone to have some basic self-defense, not mm -hmm. so they can provoke just because I think everybody ought to have that. <laughs> and usually like a martial art or something like that has a, a mindfulness piece to it. But don't let it tip into the willful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is, doing a little bit over the top. There's a self-indulgent quality to it. Um, there's a self-sabotage place that that can go. And it can mm -hmm. get mean, too. Yeah. And we don't want to, we don't want to, like, feed that revenge monster with meanness. Yes. Kindness and, like, authentic laughter and absurdity completely matches my values. Laughing at someone's like character after that, I'm not into. And I don't think that's what you were doing, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm not commenting on that. I'm you just yeah. know where that can go. Yes. I know personally where that can go. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I mean most of my twenties was using uh, my forked tongue to, you know, yes. weaponize truth. Yeah. Um I would encourage people not to do that because you're self-esteem pays a price you get a little you get a shame hit from that because it's 
not according to one's values. And I also think it's more powerful, you know, having aged. <laughs> I now know that it's more powerful to say less words. Yeah. Uh, I'm so impressed with all of you all because you already are doing that. I was not doing that in my 20s at fucking all. So when I hear you all on calls doing it, I'm like, oh, God, so far ahead of where I was. Like, oh, yes, do it. So, all right. Well, thank you for that question. Corey, thanks for the follow-up question. I think those definitely go together. And if you have, um, a, a, if anyone has an example, DM one of us and we will mm -hmm. further talk about this next time. And it still was 22 minutes. I know we can't. can't. I mean, get us to damn it. That was only one goddamn question with a follow up. What the fuck? All right, yeah. sir, just for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, Liv. It's always nice to see you. Always good to see you. And Thank you, everybody. Uh, join us again next Thursday for Throw Up Thursday if you are interested in learning emotional intelligence skills. <laughs> ah, I'm doing it. DrJJKelly.com for your free console. Boom. Yes. Thank you, Corey. Bring one. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining yeah. us. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Get in touch with me, Dr. JJ Kelly, the punk rock doc, at drjjkelly.com.